What's going on, everybody? It is Cooper and the Welcome to Cooperville podcast back in action here, getting through uh, summer 2020, COVID-19, and all the other madness that is going on. But the show is back and glad that you are back as well. Uh, Joey A. going to be joining us here on episode 61. Stand by for that. But first things first, do have to say a special thanks out to Midwest Meals. Midwestmeals.com, the website, still in action, still essential, getting me my healthy meals on the weekly. So I don't have to worry about so many things. Uh, calorie counting. It's not my bag anyway. I'm more of a macro guy myself, but they have it all figured out. It's all right there in the packaging. 13 rotating meals. They just added in this pulled pork meal that is in freaking sane. You need to check it out so you can get yourself, uh, uh, keep yourself maybe in the fit body and the healthy body that you have, or maybe start to make some steps towards improvement. Maybe you've been sitting on the couch during all of this uh, COVID-19 quarantine restriction BS that we've been going through. Midwestmeals.com, hit the website, get your meals in by Fridays at midnight, and they ship out nationwide uh, every single Monday. So very simple to do. And use the promo code COOPER at checkout and get 10% off your first order at MidwestMeals.com. Also, special thanks out to Valent Gentlemen Hockey Club. In the uh, the absence of an actual hockey season, the gear is still badass. They did their uh, uh, enforced social distancing uh, line. They get a bunch of other cool uh, hockey-oriented gear, especially if you have, uh, let's say, an attitude that's similar to mine. It's very fit. I, I did notice uh, during the course of the last week or so, like every day I was wearing uh, some Valent Gentleman gear. It was just purely coincidental, but it's my style. Make it your style too at violentgentleman.com. Use the promo code COOPERVILLE15 and get 15% off your order at violentgentleman.com. Also, check out their socials. They do some really cool stuff uh, on Insta and on Facebook, violentgentleman.com. And, of course, Monster Energy uh, wouldn't be able to do all of this without them. Went through a whole bunch of stuff uh, in the month of June and in July. Had to move. Of course, you got COVID going on, business struggles, all this stuff. Uh, but still kept the workout regimen, still keeping after it on the daily. And Monster Energy and Rain Body Fuel, definitely a, a part of uh, what makes that all work. Because sometimes, if you're a small business owner or if you're a podcaster, you have to... Uh, uh, be a little more alert, maybe at times that your body says, eh, I'm kind of tapped for the day. A little Monster Energy, the Monster Ultra Zero line is my game. Uh, Rain Body Fuel, the Jalapeno Strawberry, been jamming on that in the mornings, pre-workout stuff. Uh, it's fantastic. So check it out at your local grocer. And of course, hashtag as always, Monster Podcasts. My guest on episode number 61 of the Welcome to Cooperville podcast, Joey A. Fantastic story. We had a great conversation. Uh, we did the live stream on Twitch. If you're not a part of that yet, twitch.tv slash Cooper. You can uh, follow along and catch all of the action live as it happens. Uh, but it was a fantastic conversation with a fantastic individual. This is it. Episode 61, Joey A. on the Welcome to Cooperville podcast that starts right now. Welcome to Cooperville. The Welcome to Cooperville podcast. Subscribe, get updates, feel better about your life. Welcome to Cooperville.com. Check, 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 one, check, check. Welcome to Cooperville. Make sure you use a coaster. It is the Welcome to Cooperville podcast slash Twitch live stream slash quarantine sessions. We're just going to call it the Slash Show, you know? My buddy Joey A is hanging out with me, Midwest in the house. Hey. 
represent. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. Really excited to do this. No, I'm really glad we got to connect, and uh, and since connecting, uh, thanks to Jody, who I'm sure will uh, will jump in the chat here on Twitch uh, very soon. Um, you know, I've gotten a chance to kind of follow you on on your socials and see what you got going on, and and like, I think we found out more about like the weird tangled web that music creates within itself uh, because of that. You know, Greg Cash and I go back many years, and uh, and I see you, you post a video, and there's there's Greg on there just being Greg, which is you know an amazing human being. And I'm like, wait a minute, like we're like six degrees of Kevin Bacon connected. Straight up, man. I, uh, Greg is such, I mean, his heart is so enormous. Him and Dylan Howard and the guy, I met them through Jim Kaufman. Um, it's amazing the the connections um, that you find in music and, and you start to have, you basically look back after like 10 years in it or however long and you have like family everywhere, all over the yeah. world. Yeah, Insane. It's- it's been wild um, to kind of to follow your story a little bit here, and, and glad we get you on uh, on the live stream. And again, for those who are uh, jumping in the chat right now, feel free to let it known that you're hanging out. And uh, and remember that, of course, the video goes live uh, then to YouTube after we're done here, and then we'll be podcasted on all uh, major podcast platforms. But uh, but Joey, getting getting to you and, and your kind of story, music always has a I don't know. There's I always kind of lead in with this. Because not being, I mean, being in the outside of the music industry, I mean, it's all like, you know, circular, you know, there's the, the musicians and the talent, and then there's the management, and then there's the crew, and then there's radio, and then there's, you know, record labels, it's just, it's all circular. But being on the outside of one of those circles in radio for for two decades, um, it's always interesting to me to find out, like, the path that leads you to uh, to pursue music. Because there's so many, I mean, even when you grow up as a kid, they're like, well, you could be a firefighter, you could be a doctor, you could be a lawyer. They always throw those three big ones out there. You know, you could follow in, you know, the footsteps of, uh, you know, your great uncle who was an army general, all these things are out there. Uh, but music is one of those things that's really, it, it, that when you find it at a young age, like you really have to want to do it. You know, you yeah. can't, if you want to have any sort of success uh, in, in music, you really have to want to do it because it's not the glitz, glitz and glams of 80s motley crew videos you know it's uh it's a grind out there for sure so what what led you down the path into music being something that you uh you know you wanted to do as as a as a career so i think that um i think music started i've always i've always had this uh creative thing my imagination was super super vivid as a kid mm-hmm. uh and i saw these home videos where my my dad was holding headphones on my mom when i was in her um so they were always for, to start, I mean, from the origin, they were always very, very supportive. My father put a guitar in my lap when I was like a year old, you know, mm-hmm. and I started getting serious and it's funny to say serious, but I started getting serious with it around eight years old. Uh, and then like I quit, I just quit everything. I used to play sports, you know, and I quit girlfriends, sports, everything around 12. And I just started religiously, you know, like the six hour, eight hour a day thing. I got into like John Petrucci, uh, Steve Vai, all those guys were like, this guy, John was like Jesus to me as a kid. <laughs> and, um, and I remember just, you know, like, okay, this, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Um, playing the instrument was one thing, but then when I started performing live, like I think the first live show was like 12 or something, or mm-hmm. then I remember particularly the battle of bands when I was 13, we played and the high I got there, you know, we graduated with 200 people, but right. it looked like a, 
it looked like, I don't know if they're swearing a lot on this. Oh but yeah, this, we're, it, we're not FCC regulated here, so we're good. I love, uh, it, it looked like, I mean, it was like a C and the high I got, that rush I got was unreal. And when I got off stage, I knew right then and there, this is what I want to do no matter what. I'm in the no matter what club, so. <laughs> uh, there's no other option. There's not a, there's no plan B. There is no plan, but we, uh, my buddies and I joke in LA, uh, we burned the boats. <laughs> that's a that's a Tony Robbins thing, isn't it? Like you know, if you want, I didn't know. Yeah, I think it's a Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins reference. If you want to get people, uh, you know, to to take the island, burn the boats because then they have. There's no other option. You're you're out of luck, mm-hmm. man. You're you're staying on. Straight up, we're we're out here, and and um, there's something that happens with. I find uh, now that I'm becoming a little less precious with the songs, with my songs, and want to put more of them out. Um, there's something that comes from urgency. Yeah. You know, having to do it. Yeah. And there's, do you find that you put the most pressure on yourself? I mean, are you one of those guys that's, that's, you know, I don't want to say self-motivation is a, is a weird conundrum. And I, we can, we can get into all the, the audio books and, and quotes and, uh, and, and post-it notes I have around my mirrors in my house uh, about, you know, that self-motivation stuff. But are you a guy that like, that drives your own, uh, aspirations like you're 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 the person that has the pressure on yourself um to get after it to, whether it's writing whether it's putting music out whether it's you know I, I know you're you're a gym rat getting after it kind of guy yourself so is are you self-motivating yourself is that you're the guy with the thumb on your top of your head uh yeah good question yeah absolutely um for a long time um you know i i can it there it's two sides of the same coin so like if you're if you have if you're kind of driven if you have this drive, you have to make sure that you don't also beat your uh, beat yourself up. There's a balance. Mm. I think there's a real balance that you have to find. And for a few years there, uh, maybe a little longer, I was I was absolutely beating the shit out of myself. Yeah. Um, so I think that um, what I found now is that if you kind of don't touch things, if you kind of do what you need to do, but allow the universe to do, once you start doing something, things start to open up. You know what I mean? And I don't have to touch too much as far as being a perfectionist though. Yeah. I mean that, that runs deep. And I think that anyone, whether it's radio, whether it's being a school teacher, whether it's uh, being in the gym or anything, anything you do, I think um, you have to, uh, there's just a balance. I think that's what I'm getting at, you know. And balance is a tough thing to find. I mean, and I, I found, found myself in that same, that same boat, you know, less than a year ago, where it was constantly about work, um, everything else kind of took a back seat. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got out of radio, I started my own uh, beard company. Um, you know, I had the podcast, I started a second podcast, I was training people to do podcasts. Um, I was getting up at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning and, and running and lifting and just, and everything else in my life seemed to take a, a back seat. And, and, namely that was my kid you know we we didn't it feels like last summer we didn't do anything fun you know yeah i was he's i'm like ah now we'll you know we'll go on the boat you know another time i would go to the beach another time we'll go and you know go camping a different time and you know i got to a point in in 20 in 2020 spent and we'll get into that what a strange uh life we are all living through uh, this year but you know it got to a point where it was like i need there has to be balance there has to be um you have to teeter totter a little bit on uh, on on the work and putting in the effort, uh, but you also have to kind of let. You, know, you said the universe sometimes life just has to kind of even it out, so you're 
there's a there's a little bit of best of both worlds, as uh, Sammy Hagar would say. Absolutely, it's actually funny. Uh, Drew Hagar and I, Sammy's son, mm-hmm. we're we're making a record right now. You know, I. I uh, hold on. No, go ahead. Mm. We got together. We've been friends for a few years now, three, four years, and um, we got together finally. I had finally gotten off the road. I got a job out in LA touring and writing with a band, and um, I got out there, and we finally, because he lives out there, and we we finally linked up. We started writing, and, and magic happened. We actually just released, I think it was maybe May. We released his first song, Judgment Day. I produced that and uh, wrote it with him. Oh man, I I I can't speak enough good good things about his father, man. I you know I I was a, I was always a Van Hagar guy, um, and following Sammy, and just I always love when they put like a picture of like Bill Clinton and Sammy Hagar next to each other because they're about the same age, and just and you know Sammy's living you know in in Cabo and and playing playing rock and roll for whatever forty years, fifty years, and um, drinking tequila, and you know he just he looks about. 30 years younger than, you know, than Bill Clinton does. But, um, you know, that's that kind of talent and that kind of, I don't know, like the freedom of life. Like there's a guy who goes out and just, man, that dude enjoys life every single day. And I, mm. I just, that's, that's something to, I think, aspire to. And, and obviously uh, it, it sounds like his, uh, the talent was passed along uh, through the lineage of, uh, of Sammy on down. Well, Drew is so, Andrew is so humble. Um, he's so humble and, you know, humility is really important. It allows everyone to work in a room collaboratively, uh, if that's even a word. It allows us to collaborate and be kind of free because my job is a produ- if I'm in the, I work on like they call, they say both sides of the glass. So I produce and I'm an artist. Um, as an artist, I'm just there to serve the song. So it's like, if we can both come there and basically our goal is to put our ego, check our egos at the door. Right. You know what I mean? Um, then we were able to, to bring the song to life. Mm. You know, Stephen King said that his book on writing really changed my life. And, um, he talks about how the song creation or whatever is already out there. And it's almost like an artifact that we have to dig up. Right. It's already there, whether we, it could be uh, us to dig it up or it could be someone else that digs it up, mm-hmm. but the, the idea is already out there, you know? Yeah. I think that's a, that's a, that's a great analogy to, uh, to a lot of things in life that all, all the, all the stuff that you want, uh, all, all the magic you want to find in life, it's, it exists. It's just the, you know, the adventure is, is finding it, digging it up and, uh, and dusting it off a little bit. I have to say, um, the Reaper, uh, Mandy Nicole says, love you, Joey, a, um, kinder 15. Welcome. Thank you for, uh, for hanging out with us here on Twitch. Uh, appreciate it. Um, there's, uh, it's being on both sides of the glass thing. That's, that's such an awesome, uh, I'm sure it exists a lot, especially in places like LA and Nashville and, and the hubs of, of the music industry. Um, but I imagine that being able to do that, being able to be on both sides really gives you an amazing perspective and advantage because there's some that just stay on one side of the glass and there's some that you know, it, it makes feels like a more cohesive unit. If you like, okay, I know what it's like to be in the booth singing or, or, you know, playing guitar on this track or to be back in the booth, you know, mixing things down. It's got to be a great perspective to to know that you, you can sit in both chairs. It's cool because you're able to gain this kind of objectivity that you wouldn't have otherwise. Mm-hmm. And um, with production, uh, it's, it's back to supportive, um, supportive people in my life. I remember my dad got me a computer 
and he he one day he walked and I was I was practicing and um he dropped this like cakewalk guitar tracks or something on on the thing and I was like what the hell is this it's mm-hmm. a CD and uh, it was recording software so like right then and there I started writing songs and um, I just I've worked with I've been blessed to work with a lot of amazing producers guys who have had like pretty big success mm-hmm. um, in like different bands I was in and stuff like that um, but what I will say is that I'm grateful that I took the time to learn how to do it myself because it has enabled me like a freedom. Basically we're, it's basically artist producer label. It's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're kind of this, I have the foundation now to where um, if I have an idea in my head, I'm able to get it out. And I love to do, and I, I teach that too. So I'll, I'll teach the production and writing as well as the guitar and voice. So it's just really fun to, um, not only fun, it, it's good to have the freedom. I, I like, I like having options, you know, right. As someone who's afraid of committing historically, <laughs> historically, historically, uh, uh, commitment foe, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll stricken that from the record if we need to at a, at a later date, I'm just saying, yeah. Uh, but I, I did see. I can't see with the headphones on. But I saw you got the mullet cut. You're rocking the mullet now. It's it's, uh, it's a baby mullet. Baby mullet. Uh, it's, a, it's a baby mullet. We're we're working on that rat tail. I'm trying to get on that Theo Von tip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man, dude, dude. I had a rat tail before rat tails were cool. Actually, they were cool back in like the '90s. It was like a I don't know a, a boy band thing. There was a bunch of boy bands that had rat tails and. For some reason, I decided I wanted to be a part of that clique. And so I, I had like a ridiculous one. I remember when I got it cut, I, I had it for years. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably why I went without a girlfriend for so long. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, no, dude, I think that's sexy. I think the, the rest <laughs> sexy, bro. Come back here. But I remember the the uh, beautician or the the chick at the haircut place, but like she almost cried because I was like, yeah, I think it's time to go. And she like teared up. And I was like, wow. Like, and that's... I guess if, when you're dedicated to the craft. Um. <laughs> well, she, she had been probably seeing it for how many years? She's like, yeah. I can't. It's like parting with a family member. Like, oh, I mean, I'm you gonna, can't. I'm going to miss this. You know, this is the saddest day ever. I'm like, I know. It's, did it's, you have like a bead? Did you braid it and have like a bead in it? I've always wanted beads in it like Lane Staley did with his <laughs> beard or Johnny Depp, you know? I, I think I think it, there was a braid that happened at, at some point. It got to, to the to length and the length and girth where it, it could be. And I must have had a girlfriend because I know nobody else is going to mess with that <laughs> rat tail in the back. But no, she cried, man. It was sad. But I think quarantine has given us all like, like I went um, – long time month i mean months without a haircut and that's i mean i'm usually you know i got my guy my my fate is high he's like a pro it's by appointment only and it's but to be without him i was like it was a i lost like 10 pounds i think when i got my first haircut after we could do it (laughs) was it long long it it was man he's I, i can't at my age, I can't do the the hair over the ear thing. And then, you know, I got this, this whole, you know, I got this going on and it Beautiful. was just like, yeah. I mean, you know, Forrest Gump when he's running in the movie and, he, and then he just stops and they show that like still picture of him and he's like, I'm going to stop running now. I looked like that. It was just like this weird, I don't know. It was no bueno. It's good. No bueno. It, uh, CC, it, it, it has, um, it's good to have like, uh, it be lower maintenance. I, I feel yes. that. Yes. Especially when you're active. Yeah. It gets unruly. Oh yeah. Out there and stuff. It's hot. It's hot here. I'm in, uh, I'm in Ohio now for like lockdown times yeah. and, um, yeah, it's, it's getting hot out there, but luckily it's not too humid this week. 
Yeah, we've so gotten it up here though. We've been, yesterday, I think uh, the heat index was like 101 up here. You know, come on. Yeah, I mean that's like it's Wisconsin, man. We're not <laughs> our bodies aren't made for this this kind of stuff. You know, I got that I got that frail Irish skin, and it's not. Uh, I'm made from the sunshine. I love that. Well, I'm Italian. You're Irish. We're basically the same. We're, so. <laughs> we're, we're the same. Yes, we we come from the same diet plan too. I think just carb loading and and alcohol. That's like the two things. Carb loading, alcohol, and guilt. Yes. Oh God, guilt, family guilt. Call your mother. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes. yes, Grandma. I will. Uh, but but musically speaking, I know we you got a whole bunch of cool stuff coming up right now, and I want to talk about like the, creating music during uh, lockdown quarantine. Um, I mean, you talked about your dad giving you recording software at a younger age. Um, you know, 2020 has kind of been this year of unrest, uncertainty. You know, there's no live music. I mean, I, I host, you know, two big music festivals up here. I was hosting a podcast for one of them. Everything is, is shut down. It's all canceled. Uh, but from the artist standpoint, do you find that during this you've had a chance to, to I don't want to say be more creative because you, you're a creative individual by nature, but finding these new avenues and ways to get music um, out to people, you know, really utilizing the social media. And the, I know you're doing a bunch of Facebook Live stuff uh, lately. Have you noticed that, that the creativity, the creative juices maybe are a little amped up because there's no outlet for you to go and be on a stage and perform and, and, and do what, um, you know, it's second nature to you? Certainly, certainly. I think now uh, more than ever, I mean, there's there's been talk that obviously there's more eyes um, on the platforms now, mm. people are kind of slowing down. But I think in general, as far as being creative, it made me, I don't want to speak on other people, but it did make me kind of take a take a minute. When you're out in, in like, I live in Hollywood, right? So mm. it's, it's hustle and bustle. Everyone's a hustler. Everyone's doing their thing. Um, and when you have something like this, um, it makes everyone almost stop and take a breath. Mm-hmm. It made me stop and take a breath and go, what really matters? I think if you can, if you do a lot of things, it's still important to make a decision as to what you want to do. And that's why I decided I was like, you know what? My heart has always been in being an artist. I love to produce. I, I do that. I love to write. Um, but now is the time to really get the music out. And I've been blessed, like you were saying with the Facebook Lives, I've been blessed. I mean, the, the channels are growing. And, um, the enthusiasm is really there, you know? Um, so I decided to really start investing in my name, just Joey Ariama, investing in the name. People call me Joey A cause the Italian last name is, uh, but our fan community is called the A-list and it's crazy. It's crazy seeing it grow. It's, it's really humbling. Um, now granted it is a unprecedented time. It's very, it's scary. Um, people are getting sick. Um, but I think if you're able to find a way to channel this energy into something positive, I think we're all better off and we'll, we'll be able to bring some some new uh, new creativity to the world. Yeah, uh, I got to give it. Uh, Brian Wilson is here. Uh, we got uh, A-listers. We got uh, Amy Amy Lee says A-list in the house. Uh, ah. Mandy Nicole, so glad she came across you. Proud A-list member. So the A-list is here. They're representing live on Twitch at uh, at twelve thirty Eastern, eleven thirty uh, Central Time here on a Thursday. Love it, man. It's great. Beautiful. Love you guys. It's uh, the the technology thing. I think has been for being in the industry, and I was in it for twenty years uh, at many different levels. From you know weekend warrior you know, talking big on the radio, doing the 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 awesome midnight to 6 a.m. shift on Friday. That that really works out well for the social life, uh, especially in a city like Madison, Wisconsin. Um, 
Yeah. I missed, I missed out on so much, but it was the, yeah. the launching pad of, of my radio career. Um, but going through, uh, really the late part of the nineties and all the way through the O's and, and pretty much through the tens, it's, it's amazing to see the, the veil is, it feels like it's lifted a little bit. The, 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 the veil between artist and fan, you know, there always used to be, I mean, there's barricades at a concert, there's, you know, backstage access and there's, you know, there's not, uh, but the social media thing, especially being now real, you know, unveiled even more during, uh, during this quarantine COVID-19 thing is that artists seem more tangible now, I think maybe than ever before they're real human beings. And not that they, not that you never were not a human being, obviously, unless you're a cyborg, then this is really cool for me to be able to uh, be the first one to have that, that cyborg uh, uh, podcast, but experience it's, you, you see musicians, you know, you see guys like yourself and, and you see different artists at home, uh, you know, performing on their couch and you see them in this like real life light where before it was, you see a band on stage or you see an artist on stage and, and you, you almost didn't think that that life existed for them outside of, I mean, they go up and it's the show and they get yeah. off and they, you know, they live this life that nobody can comprehend, but this has really brought, I think, artist and fan closer together. I think maybe that's why you see, you know, the increase in the A-list and, and growing because I think people are finding all these avenues and I've done it myself, all these avenues to new artists, new music, you know, they're, they're, jumping on social media or they're jumping on your Pandora's or your Spotify's and they're, they're just discovering all this music that's out there that maybe they didn't get a chance to get exposed to when life was quote unquote normal. Mm. Like I said, I think it causes people to, that's a great point, man. I think it's, um, causes people to pause and, uh, more people are paying attention, but I think, uh, I think it's, certainly like the like law of attraction. Like right. if you're putting off good energy and you're, you're kind of trying to be a positive in, influence or impact in the world. Um, I think that, uh, people, people are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, uh, I think this too, this kind of lockdown and, and the pandemic has made me realize like how, how short and how fragile life is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that y- the time is now, we have to right. do whatever you want to do. And for anyone that's listening to like, I'm not trying to preach, but whatever you want to do, whatever sort of, um, sort of, uh, dreams you have, there's really no time like now, no time like the present just to, just to start at it. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. I'm very black and white thinking mm-hmm. like we were talking about before perfectionist. I mean, I'm an extremist, like, let's go. If I'm trying to lose weight, it's like, I'm gonna drive 10 pounds and it's crazy. <laughs> you don't got to get crazy with it. It's just that right. if you start to make a little list and kind of check everything off that list, check things off that list day by day, man, you'd be surprised what happens in a week or two. You know, I, I, so. I, I couldn't agree with that, that statement and that kind of, uh, that philosophy more than, than I do. Because I think when you have it, it everybody has this idea that time like exists forever. And it does, but not in the sense that it exists for us forever. Time essentially will go on. And well, after 2020, who knows, you know, we could, we could reinvent, like things could be completely different uh, as you get into 2021 or, and beyond, but there's, there's always this sense of, well, 
tomorrow. Um, man, I really love doing this particular thing, but I'm going to wait until the right time. And there, there never really is a better time than, than doing something right now. I, I, like I said, left radio after 20 years, had no idea what I wanted to do. Started a podcast because I'm like, well, I like to talk. So I guess now I can talk and I can say fuck and yay, the, the whole world wins. It's a better place yeah. now. But I, you know, I got to a point late last year where I was like, I don't, I don't know what, where my direction is. I didn't, I didn't have that thing. Uh, I always had a constant in my life and that was radio. It was always music. It was always radio. It was always promotions, events. It was always a constant. When that went away, I was like, well, now I'm just kind of floating out in, in no man's land with no real direction. So I started journaling and I'm, I'm a huge advocate for writing things down and, and, and kind of following your thought pattern that goes from your brain down to a piece of paper. I wrote down, I have a beard, I'd like to start a beard company. And that was September of last year. And by November, we had product in shelves on stores and available online. So it's really, you talk about that checklist, you you don't need to do everything in one day. Yeah. But if you can make that, that step from, I have an idea to how would I get from the idea to have it be reality? I have to do these two things. Oh, I have to do these three, four things. Okay, well, if I get these two done today, then tomorrow I need to do these things. And if you, whatever you have that end goal as, you can accomplish it. But people think that it's like, well, I want to be, uh, I want to learn how to play guitar. And then they they try once, like, well, I don't know how to play Stairway to Heaven yet, so I'm out. I'm not going to try this anymore. I'm done. I'm bouncing. But if you, you know, learn a chord today, you know, learn how to strum this particular, you know, three chords, you know, learn the basics. And eventually you progress and, 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 and then you become talented at it. So I'm a huge advocate for finding something that you want that gives you happiness in life, that gives you, like, purpose. And then wake up every morning and go, damn, this is... Today doesn't suck. I think meaning, right? Mm. Like a lot of a lot of people, like at least in my generation, it feels like a lot of people are struggling in their twenties. People are struggling with purpose. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying everyone is, but I'm saying that some people, a lot of my friends I've talked to, they feel like they're struggling with purpose. And um, I think that meaning and purpose comes from finding something that you love and finding a passion and really doing it. Yep. When I'm not writing. If I'm not creating, if I'm not playing on stage, I get goosebumps just talking about this. Like if I'm not creating or doing something regarding like, like, like I said, the imagination has always been there. If I'm not like flexing that and like living with that or doing something positive, I am crazy. Mm. I'm not fun to be around. You know what I mean? I, it's like me pre-coffee. Like in the morning, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even speak English. You know what I mean? Uh, and then. But like, but you know, that's, that's the same thing. So it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's, um, you could, you could love to draw. There are things today, like we have so many tools at our fingertips, but because it's almost like, you know how you said that artists no longer are like on this crazy pedestal, right? It's kind of a blessing because more people, it's almost like the gatekeepers are a little more at bay. Mm-hmm. More people are able to do it. You just have to figure out how to do many things and you kind of have to do them with Squarespace with Twitch, with an interface, Zoom, and a microphone. You know what I mean? More people are able to do it, but we have to wear many hats. Yeah. And you can, there's a, there's also a, a, I want to say a pretty distinct line between those who really want to be an artist or really want to be 
in the spotlight, I guess, and those who will learn how to do all of the things that you just mentioned that will that understand that that platforms like social media as positive or negative as your your vibe on social media is i think if you the things that you follow on social media can be incredibly positive if you follow the right things and if you have the right group of friends on there but if you're not on twitch or you know, I, I don't TikTok. I don't know if that's going to be around very much longer. They're talking about banning TikTok, but there's all these platforms. You know, Instagram Live, doing Facebook Live, uh, YouTube channels, putting up slices of life stuff and musical stuff. If you're not willing to uh, learn at least the basics of how those programs work, you're missing out on this incredible opportunity right now. Where you talked about eyes being on on the phone, and as 2020 as that sounds. It's just the facts. That's where people are uh, experiencing life right now because uh, even though there's there's been some restrictions and some things lifted here in Wisconsin, you know, my mom lives out in Northern California and they're shutting things back down again. So it's kind of back to to her and I, you know, conversing on Zoom and or we'll get on the house party app and have conversations. So I think if you're if you're willing to kind of put that extra effort in and get that exposure and say, say here on this, you know, our, our Twitch conversation today or via the YouTube video that goes out of the podcast, you know, five, six, 10 more people join the A-list, you know, now all of a sudden you have them following your story. They're following your live stuff. They're following the new song that comes out tomorrow, which we're going to talk about, which I was just jamming to before we, uh, uh, we jumped on here, which, uh, I mean, I'm not sure there's a better opening line to a song, uh, ever, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that dramatic cause for effect, but you have to be willing and to, to embrace these platforms out there because you're right. I think the, the, the old world order and the way things worked in the music industry, they're kind of in this, a taken back mode where we're kind of in the wild west. You know, you want to expose, you can come out of here, uh, out of 2020, go from 2019, having, you know, a handful of followers and go into 2021 and just be this huge entity because you dedicated the time to social media. You got music out, you, you, you performed, you know, on your couch, you know, and, and you gained all this follows all these followers. And that's kind of the new world order of how I, I foresee the music, music industry going is in this social space, internet world. Certainly. I, I think you, you'd mentioned something like getting five or 10 new people with every new thing you did. And um, I think what matters is every single one of those people, a lot of people want the quick, we live in a time, it's this weird juxtaposition because we live in a time where you're, you're, you can reach more people quicker than any time in history mm -hmm. thus far. However, people want this instant gratification, quick thing where it's like, well, I got to 100 people or I got to 10 people, but I didn't get to a million people like said artist on Interscope. Right. Okay. But at the end of the day, five new people, the way we treat it, like in the community that we're building, like with, with my music and stuff, um, every single person matters. I mean, these are individual people. And I think um, we just like at the A-list, we just treat people like they matter. And it, because they do, yeah. you know, yeah. if, if there's one thing you can do um, that helps someone positively 
each day or give someone a positive impact each day, I mean, I think you won. Yeah. Now, um, you know, when you have big partners and you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like I, I know that there's certain metrics you got to hit and everything, but to me, man, it's like, we're all inclusive. If you know, five or 10 new people come in, welcome to the fam. Um, I'm grateful to know you now through Jody. Thank you, Jody. Mm. And uh, I'm looking forward to meeting you and just, and hanging maybe, man, you know, doing some shows. I think once all this is done, we're going to start doing some shows across the country. So uh, definitely have you out and we'll get after it, you know? Absolutely, man. And there's a lot of, lot of chat over here or a lot of conversation in the chat over here about, yeah, can't wait to get you out on the road again. And uh, for, yes, we all want the, the world to open back up. Uh, live shows, I think is something that a lot of people miss. And I've, I've really, um, having been a, a live show guy for many years and love that atmosphere, everything from small club shows, uh, acoustic performances uh, to, you know, major festivals with 25, 30,000 people, you know, and that's gone at all those levels. And yeah. I mean, I, I've loved, like I, I've talked about, I loved what it's opened up, I think, for the communication between artists and, and fan. I love what it's done for indie artists who can get this exposure uh, when you have a lot of eyes on platforms uh, and people that are willing to go and, and, and be a part of them and, and, and add, you know, basically snapshots of their real life uh on social media to let their fans be a part of it. But when, you know, that live, there's nothing like a live show. There's nothing like when the, when the bass drum kicks, when a, when a band starts and you feel it right in the right here and it rattles a little bit, it just gets you right in the diaphragm and you're just like, Ugh. and I mean, now I'm getting chills thinking about, <laughs> thinking about that, that powerful, that opening beat, you know, and then, and then it just rips and you're amongst great human beings who are there for that one purpose. I mean, I, I'm, I'm with everybody in the chat, uh, Mandy, Amy Lee, uh, uh Everett, uh, Pickler 95. Yeah. We're, we're, we're missing live shows. We can't wait for them to get back, but I think there's, this has kept a lot of people, uh, sane as sane as you can be during a quarantine uh, experience of 2020 is having that relatability being able to go and, and watch Joey on a on a Facebook live and interact with him and ask him questions and or just you know say hey thanks for you know this moment where we get to you get to play music and and, and we get to be a part of it so yeah we're all we're all waiting for live shows to uh to come back and I'm, I'm sure you are as well sir Dude, the power, absolutely, the power you get uh, from playing in front of people. I mean, you know, I've been blessed to play in front of a lot of people and, and, and obviously coming up, playing a lot of clubs with not a lot of people. But either way, man, we treat every show, and it's a cliche at this point, but we treat every show like, you know, I treat every show like there's 50,000 people in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you just give it. And it's been, a, it's been an experience and kind of a learning experience, like, playing these live things because I want to be as interactive as humanly possible, mm -hmm. but you're also, you're performing and you're like, is it a concert? Is this, it's almost, you're working, man. When you go, when you go up there and do a live, like there's no, there's no overdubs, you know what I mean? You, you got to go out there and do it. So right. it's making me a, a better player because I'm having to sit there with an acoustic guitar normally, like, and people that are coming in, they think maybe I'm just like an acoustic guitar player singer, but it's like, I'm from bands. I mean, you know, right. you know how, Greg and Dylan and those boys roll. I mean, we're like rock. It's like a rock thing live. Yeah. But it's making me have a lot of fun with the acoustic and the voice, you know? Yeah. And I think it, it, it's a, a chance to, I want to say, expand the uh, the horizon a little bit, but to add something else into 
the arsenal that you know you know when you're sitting picking on an acoustic obviously you know the the differences between that and and being plugged in and electric and live and loud and and trying to watch for Greg's bass guitar to come flying over your top of your head man I, I I've seen yeah. that I've seen that shit live before man that's that's wild love him yeah. but um but you have to kind of embrace the current situation and 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 I'm sure you've seen other bands that have tried not tried to, some bands have really pulled off nice uh live plugged in concerts um, it's you can just feel the difference. I remember watching uh, one of the first ones that went down. Dropkick did uh, their St. Patty's Day show from Boston um, live with no audience, and like I was into it, but I'm like, man, that's it's got to feel like shooting a 90 minute music video because there's there's nobody there but the camera guys and you're they're just you know they're trying to be all like shipping up to boston and then like the one one camera guys in the back like yeah it's crazy it's It's like watching the ferguson fight without (laughs) anyone in the audience i was like these guys just roughing each other up and i was like wow it's got to be so so different without an audience they're like sparring yeah and when they hit you know the the sound of a, a punch when there's not like you know 25, 50,000 people to absorb that noise. Like, oh, damn, that that's that's wicked. <laughs> wicked wow. hurts. Yeah, right, right. Thunk. But no, yeah. man, it's, uh, it's you know, we're all going to come out of this, I think, with uh, with a new perspective. And I've, I've mentioned this on, on several other podcasts is, you know, those times when you see a band coming through town and you're like, ah, oh, it's a Sunday show or, ah, oh, it's late or, ah, oh, I've had a long day. Like, nobody's fucking not going to a show now. Like everybody's going to the show. Like, uh, I don't care. We're going. Well, it starts at 10. I don't care. It's a school night. I don't care. We're going to the show. They're going to go now because they've had it taken away from them. Well, right. Once you, we, we take advantage of, or we take for granted things that we, you know, we have. And then when they're pulled away, we're going, okay. You know, I think this is going to be good. I think this is, this is making people step up, uh, more than ever. But I think that, um, with any, any adversity comes change and growth, you know, what to say, like in pain is it's growing pains and pain is growth. Um, how are we able to, how are we able to evolve and change during these unprecedented times, you know, yeah. in any arena, not just music industry, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think humanity as a whole is definitely, hopefully, hopefully the majority taking this time to really gain a lot of perspective um, just on how we behave as human beings, how we interact with one another, um, the things that you really miss when you're not able to do them. And, you know, everybody's gotten to this point, it feels like, with as far as things being canceled because of COVID, uh, that nothing is really too surprising right now. Like, you know, people get up, you know, they're like, oh, this, this is shut down or this is canceled or this was open, now it's closed again. But it feels like the the shock and awe factor of things being canceled is kind of worn on people. But now what's happening, and I've seen this because we have a a big rock festival up here uh, in Wisconsin called rock fest, which I was a a part of for, uh, for a decade and, and was hosting their podcast and doing some hosting things for them on their stages. And um, it's like, this was the week. So now everybody's time hop on, uh, Facebook is popping up with memories of like last year we were getting ready for the big, you know, four days of rock and everybody's kind of getting mad about it. But I think perspective on everything that's going on in the world right now 
when we come out of this, hopefully we come out. Everybody wants to life get to back get back to normal. You hope life gets back to a better normal. You know that it's a, it's a better place that we come out of this after going through not just COVID, but you know everything that's going on with uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, murder hornets. Uh, dust from you know africa blowing over i mean we just had all these all these things on on our plate for 2020 and we hope that we get out of here and we're like we're better people now we survived that certainly there certainly feels like a a kind of a a more conscious world Mm. now People a little more conscious of their actions conscious of their words um and hopefully conscious of the mark that they leave yeah like I said before, I mean, I said five or 10 people, every person matters, but every person matters. Um, what I mean by that is like anyone can make a difference. Mm-hmm. We just got to decide whether that, that difference or that impact is positive or negative. Yeah. You know, you got a new song. It comes out, uh, uh the date of this podcast, this live stream right now comes out tomorrow. Big day, yeah. big day. Tell us about yeah. uh, tell us about going through this process. I know the people around here they're excited about the new song. Get talking about the new song. Oh, they're they're dropping your link to your merch on here on the chat. So go buy some Joey A merch. That'd be awesome. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much to everyone tuning in. It means the most to me. Um, we're a family. Let's get it. Um, so so twenty something wreck. Um, you know, a lot of these songs have been songs that I've had written for. I mean, four years now. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided now, you know, it's time to start putting this stuff out. And um, this one we we kind of produced up and actually Greg and Dylan are playing on it. Um, basically how a song starts, I, I play all the instruments, I, I set it up, I build it, produce it, then I'll bring it over. You know, me and my buddy Jim Kaufman, we we kind of recorded it with um, Greg and Dylan. And, um, and this is the first song in an installment of songs, an album, if you will that we'll probably release as singles Mm -hmm. and the record's called the young. And it's, it's about, it's about like love, life, loss, the whole messy thing. Uh, Like I said, the the twenties are an incredibly, at least for me, they're like a incredibly confusing time. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, you know, graduate. Okay. Do well in school. Okay. Go to college. Okay. Get a job. Okay. Get married. And it's like, if you're trying to produce, pursue something else, it's like, I don't know if it's that straight of a line. Right. Now I've been lucky. I said before commitment, it's not entirely true. I mean, I've been, I've been with the same girl for six years now and she's unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. She's my rock. Um, but she's had to deal with a lot of, um, a lot of this, the waves that mm-hmm. come with life and with learning how to live. And that 20 something wreck is almost a, it's a note to her. You know, I'm a fucking wreck. <laughs> I don't know line. myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm caught in a million mixed single. Uh, I'm caught in a million mixed signals. Um, you know, I can't let them go. I'm lost in the snow. It's just a reference to Ohio, but um, it's almost like a, a love letter from a kamikaze pilot. Like, Hey, I'm on a mission. You should run. <laughs> he doesn't and i'm appreciative of that but but yeah 20 something rack is the first single out of 2020 it's coming out tomorrow and then um we'll be releasing it's looking like monthly or every five weeks releasing a single until probably for a year i love it man i i, I love the new track uh, i had a chance to listen to it thank you for uh sending that to me um, um like i said opening line i was like yep i love it already so uh, this is a this is a win but i think you know 
talking about the twenties and and not to not to throw my uphills both ways in the snow, uh, you know, virtues in here, but yeah, it 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 does feel like uh, there is this map that is supposedly plotted out for uh, kids in high school. All the things you said, graduate, you know, do well enough to graduate so you can get into a good school, figure out, figure out when you're like 18, 19 and 20, what you want to do with the rest of your life. Mm. Like I was 39 when I kind of sort of figured out half ass what maybe I wanted to do with the rest of, so that the structure that has been, uh, that is really set up in society is this, well, the your late teens in your twenties. By the time you're thirty, you better have your life like, you better be, have it figured out. You know, two point five kids, house, uh, car, and then probably a minivan or an SUV. Like all these, this structure is supposedly there, but in reality, I'm I'm not sure if the majority actually figure out life until. A much later time, and even and if you don't, and if you don't have it figured out right now, anybody who's uh, hanging out in the chat, it's okay. It's okay. Straight up, that's what it's about. Mm. That's what it's about. And you were saying before, not to interrupt you, but you were mm. just saying on the tip of the journey. It's about the journey. You know what do they say? Like the point of the dust. I have all these little things, but like the you know the point of the uh, the journey is not to arrive or whatever. It's like enjoy it mm. while we're here enjoy it and like i think it doesn't matter whether you're in your 20s 30s 40s 50s doesn't we're all in some way a little bit of i feel like a fucking wreck i don't know i don't know how <laughs> you know what i mean guilty yeah <laughs> guilty as charged but there was uh, i think gary vaynerchuk uh, uh who's uh if you're in, into business or uh really any aspect of, of doing anything social media wise he's a great uh, uh, a great person to take advice from but he said if you look at your life um in sports context as, as a football game or as a basketball game. And you kind of compartmentalize, uh, things quarter by quarter and say, you know, and you're, say you're gonna live to be a hundred. Let's just throw that as an arbitrary number. You're gonna live to be a hundred, you know, at 25 years through the first quarter of the game, you know, and at, so let's say you're 25 at that point, is the game over? Has the game been decided? You know, have you ever watched you know a football game? If you ever watched the Patriots uh, Falcons Super Bowl from a couple of years ago, like things aren't over in the first quarter. They're not over at halftime. So if you if you kind of say, well, I'm at, I've gotten to this point where I'm like, well, I'm not even at halftime of my life. Look at all the things that I've experienced. Look at all the things I can do now. Um, it it gives you that you can go through your twenties and be a fucking wreck, and and be like, I don't really have this figured out just yet. I don't have all of the answers that I was supposedly supposed to have at this juncture of my life, according to everybody who told me I should have it figured out by now. Um, like, it's cool. It's okay. And, and, and this song is just, I think, a, a great launching pad into, uh, uh, into the stories that you talked about. I'm not sure you're ever going to be able to, uh, to give a better gift than to tell your girlfriend of six years that this is about her. Um, I mean, you're going to have to really outdo yourself. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure what the, I wrote this whole album for you. Like what's like, uh, okay, what's for Christmas now? Like, what are we getting? Like, there's no, uh, there's no greater gift, man. That's funny. Thanks, man. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky to have, man, I'm lucky to have great people hmm. in my life. You know what I mean? And I think, I think we all have a lot of good people in our lives, you know, that sometimes we take for granted hmm. and like, you know, all I can do, you know, like I was saying, like with this kind of, it's not a concept record, but it's all about kind of, you know, the young is kind of all about, 
trying to figure it out, trying to figure out this weird thing they call life. And um, the only thing I can do is just document my time on earth. Mm-hmm. I can just tell my story and some people will resonate, you know, hopefully people resonate with it. That'd be awesome. Um, and uh, you know, people are already starting to resonate with it, which I'm grateful for, but it might not be for everybody. You know what I mean? But, but it's my truth, you know? And I think everyone's got a truth and everyone can, everyone can tell their truth, you know? Yeah. And I think the amazing part about, uh, from the fan to the artist is your, the song, these songs on the young can be telling your truth and somebody can hear it and it can be their truth. And the two stories could be completely different. It could be a completely different, uh, mindset or a reference point. You know, when you, you write about a particular, uh, feeling or emotion that you had in, in correlation with, with, with an experience in your life, somebody else can take that. And that's the, the beauty of music is that you can take it and be like, and, and then that's how you feel that, you know, they feel it cause they correlate it with an experience in their life. They say, damn, that dude knows exactly what I went through. And you're like, no, actually I was going through this, but it's what kind of molds it all together and, and, and brings people to this, uh, this, the, the happy place that is enjoyment of music. Totally. It's a, it's a communal thing. And that's why I like, I love when artists don't give too much away on the songs because it can mean something to everybody, you know, something different to everybody, you know? So the new song drops tomorrow, 20 something yep. wreck, uh, where can people find it? Where can they listen? I mean, these, uh, these people may not sleep tonight. They're like, I can't wait. I can't anticipation is killing me, you know? So they, they may just be up until like it drops somewhere. They're like, and th- somebody wants to be the first to, uh, to post it. They heard it. So where, where can they grab it? Uh, coming up on the 10th. I love that. So, um, so the, you can get them in on, on all, all platforms basically. So it'll be Spotify, you know, um, iTunes, Apple music, all that. And then the best way to ensure that you are able to get it or be able to follow up with us is you can go to imjoeya.com and you could sign up for the A list there. It's like the newsletter. And we're going to, we're going to send it out to you directly that day with, um, you can, your choice of what streaming service you want to use. That's awesome, animal. People are excited. I'm, I'm grateful that, that we connected and we had this chance to, uh, to conversate about a, a, a plethora of things. I think we, I think we almost covered kind of everything. We solved all the world's problems in, uh, in just under an hour. I feel like pretty good about that. You know, doing our best, man. Hopefully, hopefully you were taking copious notes there in the chat because we want to make sure we got, uh, like, oh, that's how we get rid of murder hornets. That was the secret. I don't know if we got to that one yet, man. Once you know, let me know, man, because those things look pretty big and terrifying. That was the, that's been the weirdest. I mean, twenty twenty has been strange in itself, and it, it it'll it'll be one of those years that you know they will write books on. It'll be it'll become a part of curriculum for kids as they go through history class. Like, well, twenty twenty, yet we get to be like the the elders at some point in life. We're going to be the elders that get to tell the stories of twenty twenty, and we'll be like, well, yeah, this, uh, you know. Kobe and then COVID and they'd be like, Oh man, that sounds, you know, and lockdowns and cancellations. And then we're going to come at him with murder hornets. And they're going to be like, Oh job. What, what the murder hornet? I'm out. Man, I'm out. I'm out of the story. I don't <laughs> yeah. go back to like how many cheeseburgers you ate in the kitchen. You had <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Like, let's go back to that part. We gave everybody an excuse to stay at home on the couch and not do anything for like five months. Like what? Like really? Yeah, that's, that was our that was our solution to the problem. Is 
<laughs> Stay home. Don't do anything. Uh, IamJoeyA.com is the website. Uh, so go and check that out and, and make sure you subscribe to the A-list while you're on there. And uh, and, and that new single, man, I, I love it. I can't wait till uh, I can jam to it again as soon as we get off here. Sorry, folks. I got a chance to listen to it early. That's one of the luxuries. Dude, thank you so very much, Coop, for having me on. Um, thanks, Jody, for the hookup. Mm. And uh, it means a lot. I'm looking forward to a, a, you know, a great friendship. And uh, yeah, excited to share more music and maybe see you at a show soon. Man, I can't wait for that. Uh, I'm excited for live shows, excited to see you live and, and, and to see humans again. Uh, you know, from a, I mean, from a distance, six feet. I think that's what saves our lives, six feet. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Awesome, yeah. brother. Hey, take care of yourself. Congratulations on the new single. I know it's going to hit hard tomorrow, so everybody go and grab it. Uh, Joey A., I appreciate the time, brother. Take care of yourself, and uh, and yeah, let's uh, let's stay in touch. Definitely, absolutely, man. Sounds great, man. Really proud of you for doing all of your business ventures, and uh, one love, man. I'll see you soon. Awesome. Take care of yourself. Everybody in the chat, thank you guys so much for joining us here on Twitch. All the A-listers that are here today, you guys are awesome. You're fantastic. Uh, thank you for uh, uh, being a part of this today. We really appreciate it. Everybody, take care of yourselves. Love one another. We're going to get through this. Be all good. Love you guys. Joey A., much love, my brother, much love. Episode 61 in the books. Thank you so much for uh, listening to the podcast, checking it out. Uh, whatever platform you listen on, by the way, whether you're on your iPhone listening on the uh, Apple Podcasts app or you're on Spotify or Stitcher or uh, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeart, make sure you subscribe to the show so every time a new episode drops, you get that notification and you can uh, listen at your leisure. That is the magical part about podcasts is it's not on somebody else's watch. This is on your watch, on your time. In an on-demand world, this is an on-demand program. So make sure you follow. Hell, leave a review. Give us uh, however many stars you want. You know, we'll, we'll take constructive criticism at all points. I'm down with it. And on the socials, of course, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can follow the show. Welcome to Cooperville. Uh, me personally, at No Limit Cooper Official on Insta. Follow along on My Crazy Madness. And as I mentioned in the open, we're doing all of the podcasts now uh, live on Twitch. So uh, if you follow me on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash No Limit Cooper. You get an update every time we go live with a podcast. And then uh, you can watch the video. You can interact. You can ask questions. We had some great commentary during the Joey A uh, Twitch live session there, as you heard. Um, and then we upload that video to YouTube. So follow the YouTube channel, which is the Cooperville uh, YouTube channel. And then you can watch it uh, again at your leisure on your time uh, when you have a moment to do so. So thank you so much. I appreciate the listens. I appreciate the follows. And I appreciate all of you for uh, for keeping with us here on the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. We still can't hug. We still can't, can we sh- we can't shake hands yet. No, masks up. So air high fives to all of you. Much love. We'll get through this together. Peace. <laughs>